Welcome back to part two of our episode. If you missed part one, you'll find the episode on whatever streaming platform you're using. You can also find the link in the show notes. And now, on to part two. Would you have perhaps a case study or two for us to listen to on this? All right. So there are quite some case studies. I think I'm going to go back to one of the ones where I was personally involved in the last months. It was the case of Salsa Jeans. Salsa is a Portuguese uh, brand that has actually quite some heritage. I'm Spanish, so I'm very close dear to them. I remember buying Salsa back in the days when I was 16 years old. And Salsa has substantial ambitions when it comes to Salando and the platform. But when they want to grow, they want to make sure that at the same time, they're protecting their brand equity. I mean, they're not selling very low price denim. We're talking about mid to high price, most of the time actually high price. So they are going after a certain audience within Salando. So for that, you just don't blow out sponsor products in the wide world. One of the things that Salsa does is, as they have been selling in Salando for quite some time, they have been very diligent and have been upskilling themselves when it comes to analyzing the Salando audiences and when it comes to also analyzing how to best position their products within the marketplace. So they've taken a substantial amount of time to work on curation of their assortment within the platform and that according as well to their brand values and the story that they want to tell. So they've done quite some pre-work and I think that's very important to tell because within that, they have used the Salando Insights team sitting within the CLMS Insights business and what they are doing is doing some test and learning on a product level to still adapt even further the curation of assortment on a country level because the denim category is a very specific category. It has a huge opportunity, but it also comes with high complexity. So it's not just enough to see, oh, what is the organic picture on what the customer likes about my brand? But if I want to really substantially, let's say triple or quadruple my presence in the denim category in a certain market, I need to curate even further an offer. And the beauty of Salsa is like they operate locally. So their supply chain is sitting in Europe. So what is super nice about them is they can take those exercises where they show future product via CMS Insights to the Zalando customers, capture the feedback, track that to the factory and develop those products. So this is from a sustainability standpoint as well. It's amazing. And we wish we could tell stories like this on a weekly basis because it really represents a very smart way to reduce, for example, the waste that we would generate and as well to make sure that we give the customers what they're looking for and we give them a chance also to provide feedback, real feedback about future products. So with this very data-driven and customer-centric approach, it's no question mark why the marketing works because they are combining an awareness funnel and upper funnel campaigns with the right brand imagery, with the right collection, with sponsor products on a very clear ROI and ROAS targets that they apply. And they're using, therefore, all this setup to substantially increase their business year and year, which is what they're doing. And one of the things that we enjoy with Salsa, it is this conversation about how our values and their values are really coming together. So for example, Salsa is a lot about craftsmanship, as we told, supply chain sitting in Portugal, huge tradition and heritage brand. They are also very deep into diversity and inclusion. They make sure to develop as well 
big their sizes, tall sizes, etc., of their most successful products so they can reach every Zalando customer. And at the same time, they have the sustainability angle, not only from the fact that they might have recyclable cotton, organic cotton, etc., but in the direction of how they treat the data from the platform, their marketing activities and the supply chain to generate this efficient way of producing garments and taking the garments to the end customer. On another level, we would have, for example, the case study from Puma. So let's say now we go on to a huge brand already big settle in the platform and they still have really, really big ambitions. It's good to also hear not only a small one like Salsa, but also what happens when you're already a bigger, more established and how you can make Zalando work for you in that case. I mean, I had the luck to work with Puma back in the case in Cyber Week 2020 together with my colleague Hubbo and the Puma team. And it was a very interesting case because you don't hear a lot of like really big brands coming to you and looking to literally almost double the business, right? It's, it's an amazing case because it really shows you that no matter how much or how big you are within the platform, there is still the capability to substantially increase your business year on year. And one of the very interesting exercises with Puma is that Puma is a very humble brand as well. And they've been always very data-driven and also very customer-centric in the approach that they use the platform. So For them, beyond the very clear ambitions, it was super important to create a wide offer that will resonate to the different customer audiences in order to achieve that year-on-year -year growth. Of course, one piece of growing substantially year-on-year -year is to increase the depth behind what you already have in the platform. But one of the most interesting levers for bigger brands is to expand their width and to create new products, new collections that resonate with the Zalando customer audiences to target and acquire incremental customer bases sitting within the platform. And that's what they did. So... The exercise in Cyber Week was a full-blown-out assortment offer from Puma with a big marketing budget behind and an intensive campaign on the homepage to make sure that all that traffic that was coming to Zalando on Cyber Week, one of our peak moments on the year on traffic, was going to notice Puma, but most importantly, was going to notice the substantially increased width offer from the brand at that specific time. And we succeeded. We succeeded in achieving Puma's ambitions. And thanks to that, Puma has always been for us one of the best showcases of the CMS capabilities and the platform capabilities. And I do have to give kudos here to the Puma team because in all their essence, they are a very humble brand when it comes to, we are big, we've done a lot of stuff, but there is still an uncharted territory that we want to do together with you and we want to conquer together with you. And that approach just makes it so much easier for us to work together and to develop innovative solutions at very critical moments of time. It's one of those moments that highlights in my personal career, but also to the team. And yeah, again, thanks to Puma for that. Credit goes to them for also being brave to make those moves with us. Amazing. Great to hear these stories. I'm afraid we are reaching the end of our allotted time, Nacho. So let me ask you uh, as a sort of summary, what would you say are your top takeaways for partner program brands looking to do 
Zalando and drive sales and have meaningful, impactful marketing campaigns? Yes. So, okay, let's go for three. I really like the rule of three. So the first one is it takes a little time to master the Zalando ecosystem. So don't give up. You're going to have to test and learn quite a lot in order to understand what's work, what's not working. You're going to have to do that on a short amount of time, but we'll help you. And that's why the consultants are there, the marketing consultants and the Zalando direct consultants. The second one it is. Don't be surprised if what you see is not the same behavior as in your own e-com. There is so many times that this kind of generates a little bit of like, wait, what? You know, feeling. So the partner gets a little bit in shock. Like I've built all this assortment strategy and it's kind of working in my DTC. But the moment I apply that to Salando, it just does not fly. It's not a surprise. It's We see that a lot of times. So it's just an opportunity for you to have two different strategies and conquer two different audiences that are incremental one to another. So just embrace and capture the differences and the potential that the Salando platform and its customers bring to you. And the third one, it is the basics are critical. So when you are going to run marketing campaigns, whether it's an upper funnel or a performance marketing campaign, make sure you understand and you monitor and optimize correctly your operational excellence and your stock levels. This is going to be extremely necessary as the sales will increase and you want to ensure that the customer experience will also be the right one and your package will arrive on time, the customer will have the right labels, etc., etc. And in case you're doing branding, I'll also recommend, it's very simple, but it's something that not always we see and we should see, which is make sure that your calendar, when it comes to branding activities, it's aligned within the Zalando campaigns that you do. It's just another channel, another audience, and you can just put it together in that huge spreadsheet probably that combines TV with radio, with all your channels, and make sure that one thing impacts the other one. It's still very much like audience that you're capturing. So I would say we can stay with those points. I think I made it four in the end. Sorry for that. <laughs> but uh, if you can take away that, we call it a day. Very good. Well, I heard, you know, four is the new three. So um, let's stick with that. <laughs> Nacho, thank you so much for your time and your great insights, like always. And dear listeners, if you're looking for more info, we've also dropped some useful links in the show notes of the episode. So make sure to check them out. Thank you very much for tuning in today. And if you like the episode, do hit subscribe. We'll have more wisdom to come from our top marketers across the partner base in just about two weeks' time. Thank you and bye-bye.